0: Welcome to Erotic Awakening with Dan and Dawn, a podcast exploring alternative lifestyles. On today's show, Big Events. We're sitting here today with Barak and Sheba of Adventures in Sexuality, otherwise known as AIS, uh, event coordinators for a number of large events in the Columbus, Ohio area. Coming up in February, their next event, Winter Wickedness. So you guys run this really large event tell us about the event describe the event for
1: us well it's a uh, it's essentially a, an open pansexual kink event and what we mean by that is open it's not necessarily open to the public you have to purchase a ticket however it's a it's a it's a non protocol kink event we kind of created as this kink extravaganza where we bring in pr- presenters and vendors from all over the all over the, the states and the country um, and what we do is, we try to create an environment where people can both learn and have fun and create a great amount of positive and sensual sexual energy. So that's that's where we start with Winter Wickedness, and it just goes on from there.
2: So, and how did you get started with this? How did we get started?
1: Um,
2: we went to other large events, and we were really jealous. <laughs> we really wanted to have something back in Ohio, um, and we heard that a large event that we had. Um, was in its last year. And we decided at that point that Columbus really needed to have an event. And we had first agreed to do one event a year, COPE, Mm -hmm. in September, um, to replace the event that had gone away. what happened happened was, (laughs) um, two weeks after the event, we're still floating on the energy of COPE, and I turn around and look at him and I say, we should do another one in a couple months, don't you think? (laughs) And that's where Winter Wickedness came from. And so now it's two events a year, the one in
0: February and the one in September. Uh, You you were saying it's a pansexual group. What kind of people show up for this?
2: Um, Mostly we get um, between the age range. Well, we have to get between the age ranges of 19 and and probably 105. Um, We have a median age range of what? 40 40, uh, right now. Um, It's mostly... um, People looking to expand their sexuality. We have thirty um, percent newbies this time, which are new people to the scene. So um, we're reaching an incredible amount of people who just want to discover what's out there for them and and what they can play with um, to bring themselves more sexual pleasure.
1: And we're we're all the group in itself. AIS is all about exploring and expanding their bliss and whatever it is that they want to discover and do about themselves is something that we um, assist in bringing to Columbus so they can learn more about it. So it becomes this kind of vortex of, of educational learning and fun that creates a huge amount of sexual energy. That, that's one of the things that we get from the events. Is that I mean, the events are, are very inexpensive, comparatively speaking. Um, some of the larger events are, are quite um, a lot more. But we try to keep the cost low so that we can bring in newbies, so that people who are just starting out in experiencing uh, a form of creative sexuality or kink, can get out of the bedroom and come and learn an experience at, in a safe environment. You know, in an environment that fosters a, uh, a nurturing and learning, and um, discourages any kind of predatory behavior that's non-consensual. So, cope and winter wickedness. How many of these have you had so far? This is a, will be our
2: fourth event. Mm-hmm. This will
1: be our fourth. Well, this is our fourth two and day the event. biggest. So, yeah, this is our two-day event. It's our fourth two-day event. Prior to um, um, starting Cope and Winter Wickedness, the the two-day events that we were doing, we threw uh, one-day events and one-nighters that were um, always packed. There were always a lot of people with a high uh, a charge, and a lot of a lot of fun was to be had at those. And so we've been doing events both at sex clubs and at, at private venues like hotels and things like that for uh, roughly three years.
2: Yeah, uh, and that's of kink events because prior to that. We were doing spiritually based events, um, and then also um, Eric was doing events for for
1: motorcycles, motorcyclists. Motorcyclists, motorcycles yeah.
0: Well, when you, when you so what's the biggest difference between a, a kink event? What's the biggest surprise to you guys when you started running kink events? You've got a lot of experience with other events. Mm. How are these different?
1: Mm, that's it's 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 a totally it's a two, totally new energetic. It's like um, I, I, I I you know I've never done injectable drugs but i can only i could only equate it to mainlining heroin i mean it 's just an amazing um, influx of energy into into your into into my body and into into our on our relationship because um, we try to keep our relationship our, 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 sorry our events small enough so that we can be able to kind of talk to everybody and introduce ourselves and meet new people and so it 's like this this wonderful huge two-day meet and greet where you're just bringing in the new energy of, of friendship and 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 flirting and, and this you know kind of like sexual undertones and overtones and it's just such a wonderful time
0: mm-hmm. well I heard though that this one sold out pretty quickly how mm-hmm. many people do you expect to have attending this time around
2: we have a new venue and so we've opened it up the last event we cut off at 250 mm-hmm. and this event we cut off at 325. So uh, I think because of the new venue, we're going to allow probably three hundred and fifty the next time. But we had to cut it off early this time because it's our first time there. Um, really looking forward to that kind of energy. But I doubt we'll ever go over probably four hundred because we really like that intimate gathering, the the feel that you got to meet everyone there that you wanted to meet. Yeah. You
0: know? Still, that's pretty outstanding. You know, a fairly new event, and here you are at three twenty-five and, and selling out pretty quickly. And, mm-hmm. You know, from the feedback that we've seen, it looks like four hundred is a pretty easily attainable. Mm-hmm. So, and you're also
2: pulling in big speakers as well. Mm-hmm. So, who do you have this time coming in?
1: Well, we have our keynote is Tristan um, Tor
2: Marino, and Tor Marino. Uh, mm-hmm. then we also have um, Jay Wiseman from SM 101 uh, the book. We also have um,
1: we have Michelle Belanger, we Who have is also an author. British Lucky Paul. We have, um, let's see, we have, oh, uh, Mistress Joan from. Joan Gotti, out of from, Chicago. Yeah, from Chicago. And we have, uh, who else do we We got a lot of great people.
0: Cindy, we call Sarah Sloan.
2: <coughs> Sarah Sloan is on there. That's mm-hmm. right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have some people coming out from uh, NCSF, Robin Spector,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, to do some info just on um, how to protect ourselves legally. As as Kingsters out there,
1: and one of the things we really like to do is, um, being that it's a it's a uh, Midwest event, and we have a lot of great, uh, wonderful people in the scene in in this in the Ohio and surrounding areas, we like to bring in um, at every event. We like to kind of try out two new presenters, so that uh, so that we'll bring some newer person who's never presented, and we'll assist them in kind of. Developing their presentations, and then we'll give them an opportunity to present at, a, at our event and it It not only shows um, allows them to to step into their power as a, as a kingster but it also allows them to share the, the great knowledge that they have developed over years of what they do so it's it's just fantastic yeah.
0: well that that's not only great for the community but for someone like like myself who goes to a lot of events. Be, it's a great opportunity
1: to see people that normally you wouldn't get to see at these things. Right. Um, so what's next? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, what what what's, what's next? next is something that we're not we're not really going to share yet because it's a um, it's an it's a, um, a all we can say is technology is changing and uh, as as we're sitting here doing this podcast, doing podcast right.
2: um,
1: that's that's one of the next steps in 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 expanding kink from. Small venues and small bars and things like that into a larger scope. If you look at the Kinsey report, between five and ten percent of people admitted on, on the Kinsey survey that they were that they had experimented or were actively participating in some form of kink. And if you look at that in terms of you know the 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 the, the, the state of Ohio having almost six million people, right? You figure that's, I mean, at ten percent. Right, that's six hundred thousand people. So when you look at that, you know six hundred thousand people in in Ohio alone have experimented with with kink, and a lot of them don't have a don't have an avenue to express it or an avenue to learn about it. And you know we're very interested in making kink available or making creative sexuality available to whoever wants it for whatever reason. You know as, as long as it's not illegal or predatory or, or dangerous. You know, we want to help people learn in a good way. And not from us. I mean, we're not the end-all, be-all. There's, there's so many wonderful, fantastic educators of kink, including yourselves, out there who are sharing with the general population. You know, and we have we want to try to bring national-level presenters in on a regular basis to share with them. And so we're figuring out at this point in time, what is the next technological step to bring kink to people who are just Either shy or better players or don't want to come out to large events. We want to present that opportunity so that it turns this black arc ink into this major movement of creative sexual expression, which is what it really is. Bringing
2: it out to the mainstream, mm-hmm. which, is, which was one of our reasons for even starting AIS. Mm-hmm. Wow, so,
1: yeah.
0: very interesting. Where
2: can we get more information?
1: Well, you can you can find us at um,
2: Sexuality
1: dot org. Right, <laughs> sexuality dot org. That's that's one of the best places to kind of hit the tip of the iceberg. <clears throat> you can also reach us personally at uh, Barrack B A R A K N. The letter Sheba S H E B A at AOL Yahoo Gmail Hotmail. <laughs> Basically. B-A-R-A-K-N-S-H-E-B-A we can also be reached at any anything
2: well we can also be reached at um, www.panpolybdsm.com, mm-hmm. um which is our
1: website our personal website and our presenter site um and all you have to do essentially to find uh, a great and wonderful kink community is type in to any search engine Columbus and BDSM or Columbus, Ohio, and BDSM, and we're going to be one of the first ten to pop up, and there will be some other wonderful groups in Columbus that um, also are fantastically working with the community to create uh, a cohesive community within the Columbus area. Great,
0: great. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it's going to be a wonderful event. Uh, mm-hmm. Don and I will be there. Looking forward to it. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> that's, and that's it. Thank you much, that's guys. Right. That's, that's a right. <laughs> right. wrap. Well, thank you very much for Cut. having us. Cut! <laughs>